0: What's up, everyone? HBAC here, along with Baloney, Southside Bum, Dougie, Fresh. We are the Chicago Sports Bums, and welcome to the Bumcast, everyone. Ah, oh, I am fucking tired. <laughs> and
1: you look, you look tired. You look more tired than I feel, which is shocking <sighs> because I feel like hell.
0: It's. It was a weekend.
2: I mean, I think we all have the "quote unquote" drinking concussion. Is that right, Dougie? As you, Dougie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still in uh, drinking concussion protocol right now. But <laughs> my mama didn't raise no punk, so I'm back at it. Let's go. There we
1: go. Yeah, fuck yeah, right? Hair of the dog. I mean, I was looking, I was tweeting everyone saying anybody that could bring me a Bloody Mary or a Michelada to my house, I would have MVB'd them for a month straight. No one took me up on that offer. I struggled all of Sunday, but we're back and now we're uh, chasing. We're getting after it. I'm doing my uh homework, basically. If
0: you I'm, I'm still on, I'm still on the water kick. I got, uh, I got you one more week. No to get through, um, I'm gonna be on a pretty much a two week bender, morning to to evening. So I'm gonna give I'm giving my liver a little bit of a break. Uh, yeah, it's Saturday was good, um, guys. I just want to you know anyone who's uh, joining us in the comments want to thank everyone who came out to the tailgate on Saturday. Uh, apparently, we brought the only winner of the weekend because socks are fucking terrible, and we'll get that t- get to that in a few minutes. But uh, yeah, thanks for everyone who who came by. Uh, we did more brunch style, you know. Dougie who helped on the grill. I was doing some some cocktails, and we had a for a Saturday morning uh, tailgate. We had a pretty pretty good sized crowd here. It was uh, it was a lot of fun, and uh, drunkenness went went rampant.
1: I, uh, I was not expecting to get this burnt, to tell you the truth. I work outside, um, but obviously my season has just started. Um, for a Mexican, I look like a tomato, man. It's uh, shocking. Shocking how burnt I got. No, I got a nowhere. little red, too.
0: I got a little red. I got, tagged in, a, I got tagged in a photo it, l- later in the night, and I, my face was like just tomato-ish. I was like, God damn it.
1: Johnny, you look good. I don't know. Do you put any sunscreen on? Any Any facial stuff?
3: I could just never get a tan. I mean, I think I just got like a regular Mexican tan. You, you
2: look
1: like you just never went outside.
3: And look, at no. the rest of us look like we're,
1: you know, dark, cookie crisp. Yeah,
2: yeah you can't tell where my glasses were. <laughs> yeah, no, I look, like a rac- <laughs> I look like a
1: raccoon when I take my glasses off. It's bad. Yeah, but it was Johnny, fun.
0: Johnny needs a good facial, man.
1: Oh, yeah. He's, I mean, that's why we say he's the uh, looks of the operation. Definitely not us three.
0: No. Yeah. So yeah, you guys had a uh, you guys had a quite interesting adventure too. Um, there was a video that you guys took later on that.
1: Dougie, Dougie's wind chugs. We got home. Thank God, Julie um, came because originally I was going to be the driver, and I and I would have <laughs> taken it easy and you know been responsible. But as soon as Julie said, "I got a sitter and I'm coming to the game," all bets were off. I told Dougie I'm going to be a menace, and that's exactly what we were. Um, we went after it, we got after it. And then when we got home, Dougie's so like, ah, we got to record a chug video. And I'm like, what? I'm in no shape to do anything. So we did. It's on the YouTube. It's a short. I just stopped talking halfway through it because I didn't know what I was doing. I, it was definitely like how Missy says it was a lights are, were on and no one was home.
2: Definitely.
0: Yeah. Definitely. I, uh, I, after the game, I mean, I know you, like you guys headed the cork for a little bit, um, I went to uh pint in Wicker Park. Uh, had a had to see some friends. The bar that I frequented for a good part of 15 years was uh, closing, and uh, got to see some friends I haven't seen in a while. So I had a couple beers there. Left there about eight o'clock. Drove back to the burbs and picked the, picked the wife up, and we went uh, to Bar Louie for for a nightcap. So it was a good uh, it was a good 13 hour drinking day for That's me. That's
1: fun. We're going to run it back. We're going to run it back all summer long.
0: And and I tweeted it out Saturday night, 11:30 is when I broke the seal. It was That's
1: crazy, dude. I mean, we've been on we're literally been on live for 6 minutes already. I got to go pee. I'm going to go pee in a little bit. Um it's impressive
0: how how I'm sorry. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't 11:30. Was it was um 8 four, it was like 8:45ish. Um but it was still I cracked. I cracked the first parking lot beer at nine fifteen, and then proceeded in the in the tailgate to do two Mitchies, some mimosas, two beers at the stadium, some Weller, we, some Weller, and some more beer in the parking lot. We said two it. Two pint, two pints at the other bar, and I made it all the way home without well, even having to break the seal.
1: One maybe not announce all of that but too i said it and we have said it on this podcast i think you just run on booze dude you're you're like a <laughs> dude, it's like perpetu- perpetual energy you you run on liquor which is good
0: yeah and it, it's like the home opener that was that was bad i was i i broke the seal like right away and it was bad but yeah last saturday i was i was back in i was that was my spring, home opener was my spring training game now it was back full season full season mode for that and uh i don't know it's it beats yeah. uh beats when you don't have to wait in line for, for miss precious innings for to go to wait in the bathroom so
1: we got some pictures we got some pictures of everyone involved uh yeah shout out time. to Beef
0: for taking the the, yeah. the classic tailgate pick now you know yeah. that was so that we was had, had a lot going. of
1: fun here um shout out to yumper yumper hooked mm. it up big time because oh. you know when these tailgates okay. are going we're going to be the last people going into the stadium. And he said, I've got passes. Um, I got stadium club passes. So he waited for us to pack up and uh, his passes and also Aloha, Mr. Hand. So Aloha, Mr. Hand sent us some. So shout out to those guys. So we got into the stadium pretty quickly after we because packed up. those we
0: were still fucking. Exactly. Stupid.
1: Otherwise we would have been in line for another, you know, half an hour.
0: We, we packed up a lot of people who came to the tailgate, they went in early so they can get the, the crew necks. Yeah.
2: Because <laughs> it was so cold out. <laughs>
0: right. Because it was so yeah. cold out. Uh, So people let, went in line to get the crew right We packed up the tailgate pretty much close to one o'clock. And we started walking in right towards the gate, right around first pitch. And the line was still fucking stupid.
1: I know. Yeah. It's bad. It, it,
0: it, was, it was at gate five. It was already towards the street again. Like – I, they they need to figure this shit out, man. Like, I don't know if it's Jerry just being a cheap ass and not wanting to spend the money for some body scanners where you just hold your arms up, you know, and walk in. I don't know what they got to do, but this this fucking shit of take everything out of your pockets, put it in the little tray, walk through, grab all your shit, get wanded down, whatever. It, it it's 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 stupid. Like, it was even worse not trying that, to get the th- stadium club.
1: I'm not even blaming the people. You know, like, we all know the process. Everyone in line has their keys in their hat. I take everything out. I put my wallet in there. Everyone knows the process. It's not even that bad. It's just a lack of people. There's a lack a lack of entrances. It seems like... Um, and we're going to talk about this later, or about that video that went viral. They just don't have enough workers to go around. I, I think that's the problem.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. I... I, I think there was something – I don't. I haven't been to Gate 2 in a while, but I think, like, it was last season or year before, Gate 2 had, like, the scanners where you walk through, and that went super quick. And I don't know if they still have them there. If anyone's been to Gate 2 recently, uh, please fill me in. But they used to – they had that for for a while, and I don't know why they just don't implement that in every other gate. But, yeah, I know. I know, of course, yeah. No, Jerry's, Jerry's. Miami Miami had him. Miami had him. Yeah, yeah there's uh, your answer. Johnny, how you doing, man?
3: I'm doing good, man. Uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, getting kind of getting back to what you guys were saying about um, getting into the park and whatnot. Um, I mean, Peter, you just hit on the nail like they're understaffed. Like, that's, I mean, they got, I don't, I don't know what's going on with the security. I don't know what's going on with trying to get people in a lot quicker. Um, I mean, obviously, you had to give some of that money to Ben Attendee versus just giving it to your security and your <laughs> personnel, like who works around the park. But I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's a br- definitely a brutal experience. I was watching somebody on before I got on the show. I was watching somebody uh on YouTube, um, a Phillies fan uh, that went to the Sox game last year. And he was complaining about, you know, trying to, he was on the 500 level. He was trying to get down just to kind of get the fan experience and they wouldn't let him in. And he was saying he was with his parents at whatnot. And he was like, man, th- like out of all, and I guess he, they go to like different ballparks is like out of, out of all the ballparks, this gotta be the worst. Right. And he's like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, you're getting this not only – it's not only people from Chicago that are complaining that go who are regulars and whatnot, but it's like other people. You know, you want to you put a good um, – when pe- when visitors are coming from different cities and from their, their different teams or whatnot and they're rooting, you're giving this some bad experience and they're not going to want to come back. So you, you definitely got to change something, not, not only for like us fans, but for the people who are coming and visiting as well too. It just gives a bad experience to everybody.
1: Yeah, it's about good impressions and uh Herb Lawrence had that tweet out there about the on about Sunday get up. So when, yeah, it, dude, it, shitty weather, rain delay, and still, you know, there's not a lot of people at the stadium. The fact that the people in the 500 level can't come down, can't come down to the concourse, even optics-wise to make that stadium look fuller because we have that reputation of not being able to fill the ballpark, you know, like you would think maybe optics-wise, hey, come down, sit wherever you want, but no, it's it's crazy, man. It sucks.
0: Yeah, I mean, they, they got rid of it like last season towards the end. I think it was like the last week or two where they were, everyone was like tweeting out. that like, hey, there's no checking tickets at, you know, 100 level anymore. And they just went back to it. I It's it's stupid. Let the fans go experience everything. You want to go to the craft cave. Let them go down to the craft. I mean, instead, without having to take the whole fucking long ass. But even like the concourse. The concourse everything. is like yeah.
1: the, the the good part of that ballpark. And right. the fact that people can't enjoy it sucks.
0: Yeah, it sucks. Um, I mean, speaking of sucking, we'll talk RickCon in a minute, but <laughs> disgusting and the MJF. That's very good quote, senor. Um Peter, wanna cue up the uh the video here because I mean you guys all seen it. And it's just another example of poorly run management by the Sox.
1: I'm gonna play 30 it's a long video but we've we've all seen it but I'm going to play 30 seconds of this <laughs>
0: That one guy was like nope G, G- baby. Nope, Shout out
1: G baby. Um, I I wanted to keep it going because there's a point where one of the girls throws a bottle that just beans the other girl right in the head. Um, but yeah, man, it this is exactly what we talk about. That one poor security guy in the red polo. It was one guy. What is he supposed to do? Like he was he looked like exact He was just like no, nope, like what nope. Of course like what like he's outmanned He's outgunned like what are you supposed to do In that situation I don't like Right
2: he's not they, keeping A the peace. Make, yeah that dude Doesn't and so obviously the people In the red are the ushers you know the people In right. the white are the security guards If I'm an usher I'm not Getting paid security guard money I'm sorry I, I'm going home How <laughs> I showed up
0: It's like yeah it's like those like, they don't, You don't pay me enough for this shit man Yeah. Fuck right. that
2: I'm not gonna so be a hero. The,
1: there's a couple things. One, Bruhan Luke said knuck if you buck playing in the background is perfect. Yeah. I swear to god, right now, and I'm saying it on the podcast, if we get like DMCA'd for knuck of you buck because these punk ass motherfuckers were fighting, I'm gonna have to fight somebody because <laughs> I'm gonna get I'm gonna get pissed if we get flagged for this stupid ass fight. So then I'm gonna be fighting in the in, 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 at the ballpark because I'm gonna be pissed.
0: Well, you know what's funny is like that that fight made like some national headlines too. Like a it lot was of all the, over the place. Yeah, a lot Dude, of the big... I saw
1: the sporting news. I saw it. I saw it in a bunch of different places.
0: Yeah. It's, it just, it, some reason for some reason that the one fight of the White Sox out of many, many fights that have happened in the White Sox or years and games that we've been to, that was the one that picked up for national tension. It's probably the most famous one since, uh, since the uh, umpire beatdown forgot the names of those two guys but
1: but yeah dude what sucks is like we have a reputation and i want to shout out missy she she made that tiktok um of like our south side behavior and we were all on it and and it was more you know tongue-in-cheek we're making fun but it's also like you know it's we're having fun with it this is south side behavior that it gives us a bad name it gives us as white socks bad names um and we can't have it man
0: can't be doing that
1: can't be doing that in the ballpark
0: no, no, we definitely can't. but uh, it was it was uh, still a good weekend. Um, I mean, besides the meltdown, and we're gonna talk some socks here, some break, some breaking down some socks talk here in a minute. Um, but before we do that, because we've had so much fun with the tailgating and everything, uh, we had a little get together last week. And we have officially put together our calendar calendar for official uh, Whiskey at Comiskey events. Now, these are going to be the, the big events where we, we go above and beyond with some food, with the bourbons, and everything like that. These, not, these are not just the only tailgates we'll be doing. But these are going to be the official Whiskey at Comiskey events. Um, so the next one's going to be May 13th. Um, then we're gonna do Boston on six twenty-four, Cleveland seven twenty-nine, Oakland eight twenty-six, and then the last, even though not the last game of the season, but the last Definitely Saturday the last. game against the Padres, yeah. that's gonna be um our last because we didn't wanna like go up against Bears football for that right Sunday. It's a Sunday at two o'clock game. I hate those games when they're up against the Bears. You know, you're missing the last the fourth quarter of the Bears and everything. So we're not gonna do that. Uh but these are the five ones that you want to mark in your calendar get tickets to these are going to be the the extravaganzas but the reason why we're only we're focusing this on these dates is for a couple reasons number one we don't want to water down our whiskey at comiskey not so to speak you know with proof it bourbon. down yeah we're not going to water down our bourbon never but we don't want to we want to make them a special event and the second reason is a lot of the games that we have in our package are either friday night games which we can't tailgate because of work or Sunday games, which not a lot of people are going to be drinking bourbon at 10, 11 in the morning. Some of the degenerates are there's some people in this comments right now who would be drinking bourbon at 10, 11 AM. I'm not going to name names and I'm not judging, but I'm just saying it really doesn't make sense to do a whiskey at Comiskey event on a Sunday morning. So we're going to keep those morning games, more brunchy, yeah, more breakfasty for the food and everything. But for some of these, you know, Dougie might pull some uh some pole pork or something. We are probably gonna do a taco cart. There's gonna be some some good food options for those. So you definitely wanna make sure that uh you come to these five official events. And I think a few of those, if not all of them, are uh giveaways for either um a bobblehead or a jersey of some sort. But yeah, market calendar, guys. Those are gonna be
1: yep. the official and whiskey whiskey events. We'll post them on the Twitters, we'll pin them to everywhere. And um like you said. We're, it's not the only time we're going to be tailgating. Like, even, dude, this Saturday wasn't technically a whiskey at Comiskey. It felt like it. It really, like, yeah, you know, the people coming out, we were all
0: drinking and eating.
1: So uh, these are the official events, but we're going to be at the ballpark um, most summer. So it'll be fun.
0: Yep. All right, let's let's talk some uh, let's talk some White Sox here. Um, we have to. Yeah, we have to. So let's do, we'll do a little like group therapy session to people in the comments. They want to vent, you know. Type it up. We'll pull it up. We'll discuss. But the one thing that I really want to focus on first, and we all know that Sox got fucking beat by Tampa Bay. They got fucking, or I'm sorry, um, the Orioles, like, and they they got beat by Minnesota. Haven't won a series yet. It's been bad. They're probably going to get beat by Tampa Bay and Philly. I don't know. Let's hope they win. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to be nice here, but I'm not. Anyways. Rick Khan had a press conference on Friday, and it just proves once again that he is horribly terrible at his job. Um, his prove it, and I'm, su- I'm sure you guys have seen the quotes. It's been all over the Twitters on the weekend. But his prove it quotes really kind of just enough with the pandering Sox fans. Him going in on the, the fan base saying, well, the Sox fans that I've talked to aren't negative. I got a lot to break down here, but I want to get your guys' thoughts first on Rick Hahn's comments from Friday.
1: It was funny. So I listened to uh, the Sox Machine uh, podcast this morning. Uh, Jim Margulis and and Josh Nelson, they do a great job. Uh, They called it gaslighting, and it's perfect. (laughs) I was laughing. I was like, yeah, that's exactly what he's doing. It's so – not only that, it's like tone deaf. Because, of course, people that go up to him are going to be either, like, super fans or people that don't want to offend him. He's not meeting Johnny, like, at the bar. He's not meeting us at the tailgate line. He's not meeting, like, people that, like, are passionate about and really care. Like, you know, um they tell the story of, like, someone um that uh basically umpired for his son. And he's a White Sox fan. And and Jim Margos asked him, like, oh, did you tell him anything, like, tell him off or anything You're like no like he's he's there watching baseball you know like i'm not gonna say anything bad and and rightfully so i don't think i would do to tell you the truth you know like as much as i could sit here and sit on this microphone and talk to you guys about how much he fucking sucks at his job if i were to meet rick on i'm not gonna be like hey motherfucker figure it out because he <laughs> knows that i think i think we all know that um so as much as like yeah we yell and scream and stuff like that Maybe that's be- that's the reason he's gaslighting, because no one's really telling him otherwise, and Jerry's not going to tell him otherwise. And it sucks. You know, the-, the thing about this is, like, and I'm starting to realize now that, like, we do this more often and stuff like that. There's only so much I can complain about Jerry and Rick Hahn. Until it- we're just yelling at a void. But that's where we're left, <laughs> because the bullpen construction is terrible. The roster construction yep. is terrible. I'm going to ask you guys a question about Jake Berger later on. And it's stuff that is... <coughs> Basically, Rick Han's fault. So, as much as I don't want to complain about him, he's left us no other options.
2: Yeah, yeah. Johnny, Dougie.
3: Oh, go ahead, Dougie. I,
2: no, it's fine. I, I'm just, I'm like beyond the point of disgusted. You know, like I hate to say, it, like I've I've just become numb to it and just kind of expect it. You know, and that's kind of like when you get to that stage, you know, that's like I don't want to say breakup stage. You know, it's like that part of the relationship where you're just kind of like you're used to their bullshit and you kind of accept it. And you're like comfortable with being a fan. And I think that's kind of where I'm at. You know, I think going forward and I tried doing a lot on Saturday, I'm just going to vibe with the people that I'm with. And if they win, great. If they don't, fuck them. Honestly, that's just where I'm at. I like that.
3: Yeah, I mean, um, I, I, I said it when we when the season started that I, I I couldn't imagine that they would start, you know, this season like they did, you know, how they did last year. Now, you know, you, you were going to have like healthy players. You, everything was going to be clicking. Like I said, you can't have it. And all of a sudden we're having the same shit over again. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's to a point where I know it's early um, and I'm not, you know, throwing in the towel just yet, but it's to a point. If you're going into the all-star break and they're a 500 team at that point, are we starting to talk about a rebuild? Are we started talking about like changing things around? Because I'm going to be honest with you. This is not the team that's going to take you. I don't care. I don't care what you tell me. um, You have to, you have to, break this team apart and however you want to construct it or, or, or whatever. Um, cause TA is not going to sign with us again. Giolito. I, I don't, I don't want him around anymore. I mean, I just, I just don't have any confidence in whatsoever. Um, Lynn's old, getting older. Um, you don't know what's going to happen with Kopech. This is our only best player. I would say, as far as a pitching staff right now, um, I don't know. I don't know what you guys thought. Is I, I I know like they're still young and whatnot, and you know, but it, it's not working. I mean, they're they're never they're never healthy. Um, you you just don't know with this team, you know. And I I saw some sort of stated that, that they were they've been leading in more games than anything, and yet they're six and ten right now. They, they just blow the lead because their bullpen sucks. Yeah. Um, at what point, do, do you start like you know I'm I'm asking everybody out here. At what point? you do we start blowing this stuff up because these players that we have right now it, it's not it i'm sorry i mean we, we, we we've we tried this game this is the third year that we've had these same players and either they're not healthy or they're not they're not performing to their their potential and i i don't know like like i said i'm, I'm not throwing the towel right now i'm not but at what point do you start thinking about putting the pieces around here
1: i'm i'm there i'm it's it's what joey p's been saying for a while now on twitter it's what brian's saying i think it's july i'm ready and, and and i've been i've been you know more positive than most on this team and you know i liked eloy and i thought his second half last year was unbelievable uh but he can't stay healthy and we're seeing the same bullshit again with him um onkata is just Oncada. we're still waiting for him to 2017 Moncada, and it's just not happening. Johnny, you mentioned it. Um, The starters are top 10 in innings pitched so far. They're walking a lot of people. Them as a pitching staff are walking a shit ton of people, and that's a problem. But their starters are getting, at least early part of the season, getting deep-ish into games. But this bullpen is so bad that there's no one you can trust. I don't... Who do you trust on this team right now, uh, bullpen-wise? Like, every day it's someone different.
0: I mean... I was I was liking Lopez there, and then you know he's his ERA shot up a fucking and million that's what points.
1: She, that's what sucks because I did like I, I think Raylo has the stuff, but I'm just not sure he's like set out to be a closer. Yeah. Obviously, his, his stuff yeah.
0: is there. Obviously, Dickman it, needs to be gone. Dickman. Graveman pitches fucking once a week, which this was going back to last year too. Where everyone was asking like, where's fucking Kendall Graveman, and where's Graveman? Gravesman. Right. He's still so He's still fucking pitching once a week. Joe Kelly's on the on the IL. But Johnny to your point, if they do blow it up, I don't want Rick Hahn orchestrating another fucking rebuild. He yeah, needs to no, get out of there first. Yeah. He's right? yeah, gonna He's just yeah. gonna, he he's to just to go gonna do the same fucking shit he did. He's gonna trade for another seven first baseman DHs, which we all seen how well that's working us for us right now. But they need more like just all around. I don't want to I don't want to say that term all around athletes, five to like it, it's hard. We all thought that's you know, like Lou Bob's that guy, he's that five tool guy, and then you know, he, he shows his glimpses, he can't stay healthy, whatever. We all thought Makata could be that guy, he's not. You know, they just signed uh Yasimir Cousin, uh, 25 years old, right handed pitcher. I'm all yeah, in um, on him. Um, two year agreement MLB deal. Another Cuban, I can't wait for that motherfucker to come up and pull his hamstring. <laughs> Because
3: yeah, it cousin, it's seems
0: like happens every time they – I don't – this might sound horrible saying it, but every time they get a Cuban guy, it seems like he's got all the soft tissue injuries. There was a, there was a um, tweet from Jay Kuda last week about soft tissue injuries from 2021, like particularly like hamstrings, and the Sox lead MLB with 15. The next closest team was six. The league average is around five and a half hamstring injury since 2021 and Sox already hit ha- and Sox have 15. So it's
1: crazy, man. It's
0: crazy. I don't know what this is, but I don't want Rick Hine anywhere near another rebuild. Like so if that's they're going to blow it up, he needs to get the fuck out of town.
1: If it is going to happen. I-, I saw it in the comments. I mean, cease would command the hall right now. Ta's in a contract year. He probably could go to a winner or a contender um, at the all-star break. And then it leaves us rebuilding once again. But like you mentioned, it's like we don't have faith in Rick on to rebuild. Uh, So what are we doing? I feel like the talent, what sucks is on paper, the talent is there. But on paper and the, you know, the eye test is two completely different things because Jake Berger is someone that I've been critical on basically since he got called up. Jason, you wanted him at second base. I'm like, you're a dope but now he's he's the only one showing some balls or at least showing something that like he wants to stay on this team and doing things the problem is he has no position because this roster construction is terrible and he can't field so as much as people want jake Berger at third you saw it at in that game where he hits a home run and then he costs us you know two runs with his glove so it's like uh, unless dh is i love him right now i mean obviously he's Three home runs. He's hitting at home. He's hitting against right-handed pitchers, whereas usually he smashes lefties. Now he's hitting against everyone. So yes, you yeah, need he's, that. Ba- he's sweeping
2: hard as shit. Yeah.
1: So it's like you need that bat in your lineup, but then that means you're putting him in, you know,
2: as a DH,
1: and then that means you probably have to have Eloy on the field or you're benching Eloy. So what are you guys doing with Eloy? Are, so
0: that's right. That's that's, that's why I wanted to ask you guys too. Out of those, if out of those four, between Eloy. Vaughn, Berger, and Sheets. I mean, who are you putting in who do you putting in every day? I mean, obviously Sheets probably isn't gonna be the answer because you don't want him in the field as well. But it's gotta be at this point Berger and Vaughn or Eloy.
1: So Vaughn's on base, at least he's not hitting for power at all, right. but he's getting on base and, and I'm okay with that. Another one where it's like obviously he's cost us a couple errors. That maybe Jose Abreu doesn't make, but that's neither here nor there. I like Andrew Vaughn. He's getting on base. That's fine. Um, I think Berger has to have the the problem is like we're treating all of these players, and not just you know, Eloy and, and, and Luis and everyone else, we're treating a lot of these guys like they've earned their right to be in the in the lineup. Even like Yasmani, like he's the veteran, and he, you know, they they don't produce, they haven't produced, they produce one week yes another week no no one's really like stepped up and be like yo this is this is my spot i've earned it no one right so it's like play the hot hands pedro you're a new guy no one's earned your respect (laughs) yeah (laughs) just play the hot hands if it's burger one week fine if it's eloy the next week fine if it's vaughn or sheets or whoever like play whoever works but for now it's like maybe you know Just figure it out. The problem is he hasn't figured it out. And that's another thing is like Pedro and his bullpen management. But at this point, I'm almost not like his hands are tied. Everyone sucks. So it's like you can't just complain like, oh, you're putting Deakman in there because everyone else that's Deakman's replacement also sucks. So what are you doing?
2: Yeah, no, I'd love to see them get into a point to where they have all these players that are healthy to where they actually do have situations where they have to make tough decisions. I mean, there's enough guys hurt on the reg where we're just plugging guys in now. Yeah, no,
0: I and I'm, I, I said it after this weekend, I'm convinced. Grafal doesn't know how to manage a bullpen. I don't know why in games that Deekman's always like the first guy out or and he should not be in the, unless it's like, the ninth inning and you're up by like 10 runs, he should not be in the game. And even then, I don't even think still he should
1: not be in the game. <laughs> still you, all right. So, but my answer is, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Deakman sucks. Who are you putting in, in that situation? Who's it's, your guy?
0: It, you know what? I, I said it. I said it the other day. The bullpen right now is Russian roulette. It's who's going it to fuck is. you. Who's going to, yeah. who's going to, who's going to fucking kill you this game because you could be up by a comfortable lead. And and even, maybe not the bullpen, it, like it, the Jake Berger shit with the errors, you know, or the Hans or Alberto shit. It's, it's everything. It's every, it's everything. It's, yeah. every fucking game is Russian roulette with who's going to fucking kill the game for us this day. And yeah. you, you're right. There is no, like, solid choice of who do you put in. It's just like, maybe I'll get lucky this time and I can survive another another inning. The That's what it is. is.
1: Broken.
3: I hate, but yeah, the, like... I, I hate to be the burden of bad news here, but um, these, two, these next two weeks, it's not gonna get any easier. I got either? it written down.
1: Yeah, Johnny, four against the Phillies, three against the Rays, three against the Blue Jays, four against the Rays, and then three against the Twins, leading us into May. So, uh, yeah, it's not gonna get easier. They gotta figure it out. Beeflo have had the thing. They're gonna rattle off ten, and we're all gonna be, you know, back on their back on the bandwagon. I hope that's true. I I want it to be true. We've been waiting, basically a season and a half already because after the all-star break in 2021, they were 500 and they were off 500 all of last season. And now they're six and 10 to start the year. So it's like, I've been waiting for them to go on a run. I've been waiting for them to get hot. I've been waiting for them to hit mashed baseballs. Like we thought they were going to mash. We're just well, they waiting. Did
0: the, they did the start of the season. They were like, we showed last week in the, the stats, they were top offensive category, you know, home, runs. Top I mean home top. runs. Yeah. We're okay. waiting for the Perhaps, home runs, yeah. but you know,
1: they're hitting fine.
0: Yeah. But, again, when the pitching comes in, we are all fucked.
1: Milton, I mean, he's shown that, like, at least he he could be productive. I agree with that, Missy, 100%. The new guy. I like the new guy. I like the new guy. Yeah, and
0: if this – the Cuban guy they got – they signed – so it was a a major league MLB deal. wasn't minor league, so maybe he comes up pretty soon. Uh, But see if this cousin guy – I don't know. Well, you know what? It just plug and play – like Jack – Jack Jackson, plug and play, (laughs) throw some darts against the wall – see what see if some shit sticks at this point it can't be it can't be any worse
1: either way we got to figure it out quickly
0: yeah until crochet and um liam come back and joe kelly too so at least hopefully some reinforcements are are coming on the horizon
1: we're leaning on those guys and rightfully so but they're question marks we don't know how garrett crochet is gonna pitch coming back from injury
0: no you don't know the way
1: we don't know what liam is gonna be and i hopefully he comes back And he's liam and i have faith that he is going to be the liam of old but we just don't know so we're we're you know like we're waiting for them to save the day and they may not be ready to save the day it's gonna scary
0: all right so against uh just give me your quick hot takes reactions phillies rays what do you guys
3: well the phillies the, the phillies the phillies are they're not starting hot either I think they have almost like identical record as as the Sox right now. Um, you're hoping to take two out of three on that. You desperately need it, if not sweep them. Um, but the Phillies, they do have, yeah, they do have a good, they do have a good team as well too. You got a doubleheader tomorrow as well too, so um, doesn't make anything easier tomorrow. Um, man, that Rays team's hot. That Blue Jays team's hot. Then they got the Rays again. I don't know, man. No, no it's it's a it's a tough stretch.
0: The, the the best thing for me is I'm going on vacation. I don't have to watch this shit. Yeah. And, you, you, you're
1: going on vacation at the right time. Dougie, yeah. you should have waited a couple yeah. weeks. That cruise would have been I, really nice right about now when you got you know, know three against the Rays and Blue Jays.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? My hot take is I think the White Sox win their first series against the Rays. This next one coming up. I think well, it's I, gonna happen.
1: We could use, uh, you know, three out of four against the Phillies, but I'll I'll take it. I'll take the Rays. I'll take the Rays win. Um, I'm excited about Wheeler versus Lynn. Uh, Lance Lynn has been up and down. We talked about him maybe having dead arm or, you know, tired from the WBC. But, I mean, I'm going to be at work. I'm probably be listening to it on the radio. But uh, Wheeler versus Lynn, if he comes out and, you know, throws a good game, take that one. And then he got Geo, not day game Geo like Jason says, but night game Geo. Even though Geo's, that's a fallacy. Yeah,
0: um,
1: they they need I, to string a couple wins. I, I'm ready do. for it.
0: They do. All yeah. right, um, let's wrap up the Sox talk. Let's move on to another piece of pretty cool news today. Um, new Bears president Kevin Warren Hell first yeah. day on the job. Um, he was showing up bright and early, or bright and dark, at five forty-five yeah. in the morning.
1: I got the um, video to show yeah, up. Peter,
0: yeah, Peter, roll the crazy. must pay respect to Papa Hellas Five, before you walk in.
1: 5.47 in the morning. What are you doing, man? Yeah, I mean, that's just a hard you move.
0: fucking try hard. <laughs> I, yeah.
1: What are you going to do? It's it, The only thing, and I know what a lot of coaches say, is like, oh, you get into the office and then they work out. That's like the biggest football guy move ever, is like, you get... Uh, Get into the office, workout, and then you know, get your day going. Dude, I no one's answering your calls at six o'clock in the morning. You think Jim <laughs> or Jerry Jones can be like, Hey, what's up, yeah. man? Like, they're still hungover yeah. from the night
3: before. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, and I know a lot of people have been saying, like, this whole thing about like you going into the work when or, or whatnot, like showing the video, like, why are you showing a video? Like, everybody goes to work around that time or whatever. If I was if I was the bearish president. I would be fucking excited to be there as well too, bright and early. Like I know, like we've had all our history of bad past experiences, but this is a very exciting time to be a Bears fan with all the stuff that we have with free agency money, obviously other stuff as well too. Um, I would be excited. So I mean, I know other people are shitting on the video, but I I think that you know for him on his first day going in there, I mean that's got to be exciting for him.
1: No, it is exciting, and I know they have to do it. You know, like it's part of the job. Imagine the social media. It was probably like a social media intern, not even the head person in charge. <laughs> yeah, in charge of re- <laughs> like I gotta get there at five thirty in the morning to record this goddamn thing for a TikTok. You know I what bet, I, mean,
3: man? I, I bet, I bet he was even looking at the guys like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" You know, what I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, I'm just trying to yeah. walk into work. So he's probably saying, like, "Why is why am I getting recorded right now?" You the, the whole thing. Right
1: the whole thing was. Like it would have been so bears if like his key card didn't work and it's, like, he's just, he's just standing there like, oh, shit, you yeah, got to call somebody like uh, like yeah. when uh, at the office, at the office when they had to stay late and they get locked in and then they got to call the janitor to let him in. He's <laughs> just got to call yeah. somebody like, hey, can you let I me wish- in?
0: I wish they did the reenactment video of the uh, Spice Adams like pulling up in the car. Kicking the leg out, <laughs> you know that's so, what that's what they need to do for those videos.
1: That being said, all of this being said, like it's it's fun to make fun of the video, but I mm-hmm. am excited. It feels like Kevin yeah. Warren is a step in the right direction. You know, he did a lot of really good things with the Big Ten. I think he's going to be on paper doing a lot of good things with the Bears. They they said Ted Phillips is going to stay. You know, as a you know like a senior, like member. Basically because he was a senior
0: senior advisor. Yeah.
1: Basically because of the Arlington move. Well, that's fine. So, my question to you guys are, and it's more of a nonsense question: Kevin Warren's first day on the job, what is your first move of action? And I'm going to give you three options: bring back the honey bears, sign up for Hard Knocks. And I forgot my third one, so son of a bitch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, he can't, he can't sign up for Hard Knocks because McCaskey said he, on record saying he doesn't want to be on it. So unless you're gonna, he can. Like, he's the president he's gonna,
1: of the football operations.
0: Yeah, but he's still got to report to the fucking owner. If the owner doesn't, yeah, he, the chairman doesn't want it, then what are you gonna do? Unless, unless you're gonna stuff fucking McCaskey in the locker and say, "Shut up, nerd. We're going
2: on Hard Knocks." Which yeah, is, that's, that's why I, you that's get there. Yeah, you get there. That's why, he,
3: that's why yeah, can you can do that. You get there.
2: You get there at five forty-five before McCaskey wakes up, and you sign all the paperwork. <laughs> Done deal. Hard knocks. I got my third one.
1: My third okay. one was get rid of the terrible orange color rush uniforms.
0: No, I get. I do hard knocks first, then I get rid of the jerseys, and then honey bears. Get the honey honey bears. Honey
2: back. bears. Fair.
0: Yeah, I'm Fair. in the same one. Yeah, I, and if- item item four is fire the fucking PA announcer at Soldier Field.
1: Oh man, dude, that guy is like I follow that guy on TikTok because he's not only the Bears announcer, he's the Bulls announcer. He does like Illinois football. That guy's like hired all over Illinois for sports. And I'm like, I don't understand oh, that's how he's the he same HH. guy. It's yeah, the same guy. Al-
3: he does Illini like games as well, too. Yes. Yeah, for both football yeah. and basketball.
0: And,
1: oh, oh,
3: and wow, he does I
0: fire think. games. Okay. He I, I can't stand going to Bears games because of him. Especially his third down. It's or bear no bear down. It's third down. Like
1: the good thing is they got rid of the bear raid siren. That thing was brutal.
0: Oh. You know, hung <laughs> yeah, over no. on a on
1: a on a Sunday morning I, and that they got the bear raid siren going.
0: I uh I go and revamp all of the game day experience for the fans at at Soldier Field because they're terrible for for like the in the the timeout you know like interactions and video and all that stuff it it's it's fucking high school level man like they need there. to they need to upgrade all of that shit so that's, that's probably be my fourth action but uh there's a there's I want to bring this up too before we move on um there was a tweet from Greg Gabriel that today began the voluntary workouts and everything and he tweeted that he expects a number of the veterans to show up today Motherfucker, every veteran better show up today when your boss's first day is on the job. Like, I don't know, unless you're in some kind of specific holdout for your contract or something, I don't know any veteran who would be like, yeah, I'm not going to show up on voluntary workouts on the day my new boss starts the job. Like, that's just, just if if, if anyone did, I hope they name names and that motherfucker gets cut.
1: <laughs> name names, yes. Uh, No, dude, I, I, I always sign, or at least I tend to side with the players on these. Um, you know, like ownership and, and just the NFL front office have so much control that I'm cool with them not wanting to go to voluntary workouts. Obviously, it sets a bad precedence, and the Bears, being the worst team in the league, probably need everyone in camp early and getting as much work done as possible. But I tend to side with the players on most of these things.
0: All right. Um, let's move on some some Bulls talk now. Oh, bulls, bulls were (laughs) finally put out, put out the pasture. Um, the comicalness of that, they were going to actually make the playoffs and have to potentially face the bucks. I'm happy about that. Um, obviously this season was a joke and, uh, you guys, we're going to announce next, obviously later in the show. Um, but Roxy's going to be on and, uh, you guys maybe talk some bulls with her. Um, but I'm happy that the season's over. AK obviously didn't do enough. And him not making moves at the trade deadline kind of fucking just. All right. You know what? Yeah, fucking, dude. it's
1: you know There's what? nothing else to say. Yes, yeah. I agree with you, Jason. We didn't talk Bulls at all. Even when they made the playoff game and we're I was like, oh, man, we probably should have talked a little bit of Bulls. But there's nothing to say. We all knew it. Nothing to say. They, they, they're, they're a fraud team. I mean, 10 people make the playoffs or whatever. 10 teams in each conference make the playoffs. They're a fraud. They we knew this was going to be the case. We say knew the they couldn't compete. Or,
0: say for. the Bulls talk for next week.
1: Jamie Butler was a man possessed at the end. They didn't have any answer for him. They got to figure something out quick uh, because otherwise they're just going to be in in NBA purgatory, which is scary. Yeah.
3: All right. Let's talk about that weather next, since we're going depressing over here. So
1: yeah, no, we're we going to do we're going to do some <laughs> talk about we're going to do some trivia. <laughs>
0: We're going to do some
3: trivia All
1: right. here. Uh, yeah, perfect. Because we know how good trivia goes <laughs> <laughs> on this podcast.
0: Um, so on Friday, it was, <laughs> this is going to go back to more depressing shit. <laughs> on Friday, it was the 111th anniversary of the sinking of the Titanic. So I have some Titanic trivia for you guys. You
2: got to be. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they both fit in the door. They both fit on the door.
0: <laughs> All right. So I'm just gonna first one to get it, buzz in, get your get your answer. I got I got like nine questions here. Um, how many years did it take for them to construct the Titanic? I mean, it
1: was an old ass times. Uh, six, six.
0: Johnny, ten. Dougie, I'll go nine. Uh you have to remember back in those days, people they they worked, they didn't have they, they just worked, they didn't have anything to do. It took three years to build.
1: All right. Close yeah. enough.
0: You worked for you yeah. worked all day. Um, how many dinner courses were served to the first class passengers in a Titanic? Ooh.
1: Nine course dinner.
2: I'm I'm gonna go six. Three, three.
0: Peter's Peter's closest ten course dinner, just for first class passengers board the Titanic. Um, some oysters and some duck and lamb, whole bunch of sirloins. Anyways, you don't even know the menu. Um, here's a good one. <laughs> when did? How long did it take the Titanic to sink? Uh, I mean, according
1: oh. to James Cameron, it was like half the movie, so maybe like an hour and a half. No, just kidding. Um, total. Yeah, I feel like it was a slow process, and I don't know why I'm keep guessing. First, I probably we should trade off, but I'm gonna say four hours.
2: I'm gonna go one dollar, Bob. One dollar, one hour. Right. No, one minute. <laughs> no, one one dollar. Price is right. I was gonna All take right. the under. Uh, I, I'll go. Uh, I'll go two hours and forty five minutes to be specific. All right,
3: Johnny. Hmm. I'll go four. Oh no, I'm sorry, no, you already that four. Uh I'll say five. I thought it was thought internet for it. Dougie, two hours
0: and forty minutes.
3: Oh. <laughs> so off, <close>. by, <laughs> off by
0: five. Kudos to Dougie. Yeah. Uh
1: look at Yumper's right. got a funny fact. Start. Caraman's runtime is correct as he based it on how long it took the boat to sink. Aha. Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. Um, how much was a ticket to board the ship? Ooh, fuck! Oh, Are uh, we talking like first class ticket? The most let's ex- ex- we'll, we'll say the most expensive ticket.
2: Yeah. Okay. Shit, I'll go uh ten bucks. Go eight fifty. What do you say? Eight fifty
1: for the expensive like, tickets?
2: Yeah. Yes, $8 I know. I t- mean,
0: twenty five dollars. Twenty-five, Johnny. It's a ten. Ten. Uh, the most expensive ticket, and this was based in nineteen twelve, was twenty-five hundred sixty dollars. Oh, which is shit. the which Whoa. is the equivalent of almost eighty thousand dollars in today.
1: Holy shit! Oh, wow. Billy Zane's got that money, huh? Damn.
0: Yep. All right, a couple more questions here. Um, how many people survived the Titanic? Fuck,
1: oh, Jesus! I don't know what we're doing here. Um, not enough.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's kind of a morbid question. 100. Uh,
1: no, it's uh, got to be more. I mean, those lifeboats, th- I mean, how many people fit per lifeboat? Looking at the uh, I, I mean, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Lifeboats I say,
2: say 410
1: times. Yeah, I'm to say how many people survived. Yeah, like, no, uh, shit, I don't even know how many people were on the Titanic 250. 250,
0: 410, Jenny. I said 100. Hundred. Um, there were of That's the twenty-two hundred yeah. people that were aboard, uh, only 700, 705
2: survived. Hmm. More than I thought. Uh, Could yeah. have been an extra one if that bitch let him on the door.
1: That's what I'm saying. They fit on the door.
2: Yeah. All right, we
0: got we got two questions left here. Um, this was this was kind of interesting. How many iceberg warnings were sent to the Titanic before it sank? Zero. I'm gonna
2: say seven.
0: Johnny,
3: wait. What was the question?
0: How many iceberg warnings were sent to the Titanic before it sank?
3: Um, four.
0: Dougie on the button with seven. Dougie's winning oh. this thing. Uh, the it's... ship's captain received seven iceberg warnings and he ignored all of them. The new guy. Wow. Yep. And then the uh, last one is a the movie question. Um, what was the box office gross for Cameron's Titanic movie? Oh
1: shit, man. It's gotta be like it might be too i I'm I might be guessing too much, but one point nine billion. 1.
2: I'm gonna go one point 1. one billion.
1: This feels like Viking versus Lawrence.
3: Two uh I'm gonna say two mil or t- uh two billion.
0: Peters closes one one point eight four billion.
3: Oh so. shit. Uh, oh. You know, you know what though—that
1: motherfucking James Cameron—he's tricky. He likes to re-release his movies to get more money and more records, like he yes. did against yeah. uh, Avatar when, when uh, Spider-Man or when Marvel beat his records, he's yeah. like, "Let me release it in China and get more money." That's bullshit, dude. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, James Cameron.
0: Yeah, no, that's <laughs> End Game. End Games reign supreme. Yeah. Beat. All right, uh, I got a couple more things left here, guys. Uh, Johnny, you got a question here?
3: Oh, yes. Um, yeah, can you throw out the video? Yeah, 30th
1: anniversary. I think, I mean, we were all, you know, around the same age. Obviously, all Bulls fans. 30th anniversary of Don Calhoun's million-dollar shot.
3: So my question out of the four of us, who do you think would make that?
0: <laughs> no
1: one. <laughs> um, you, know my, you know my hubris when it comes to sports. I, I'll let you guys answer first, but I think first, you guys are going to know my answer.
0: First, I want to say that if you weren't a kid at the park taking full court shots yelling, Don Calhoun. That, we all did <laughs> it. Dude, all I did it. it. You we are all tried you you that, that shot. You all went to the park. Afterwards. You yeah. all went to the park, and you were going Don Calhoun, and then chucking ba- basketballs <laughs> left and right. Man, that that totally one hundred percent happened. Um, so I'm,
3: I'm I'm gonna call right now. I can't do it just yet because uh, <laughs> I talked about I've talked about this before. Yeah. I think I've talked about this before. Uh, I have a slight tear on the rotator cuff, so I can't uh, I can't do anything right now. But I will let that heal first. And here you are complaining about the White Sox injuries, Johnny. <laughs> I got
1: soft tissue too, so soft tissue injuries <laughs> rampant.
0: I could do a half court shot. I
1: don't. Oh, dude, we should all be able to do a half court shot. And I'm not saying like in be, one try, but like you know. Yeah, I think we should all yeah. be able to make a half court shot, three quarter shot. I I can make. I it would there. give it a shot. Yeah,
2: I would give it a shot. I had a really nasty shoulder injury last year. <laughs> I. Tore I tore my rotator cuff in three spots. I tore my labrum off the bone and it rolled up into the armpit. I tore my bicep in three spots. So I, I don't know.
1: We're all old men talking about our injuries. You know what? Yeah. I can make it there. I don't know if I'm gonna make it, but I'll I'll make it there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean if there's a million dollars put in front of me, I'll try anything. All right. So, so Peter- here's the
1: deal. We talked hold on. So I know people are in the comments already. Brian S. is saying we're still waiting on the field goal. We it finally got nice out and then it started snowing today. We talked about this on our last team meeting. We're gonna do it, we're gonna film it. It's gonna go live, it's coming soon. So after the field goal, we're doing a four man million dollar shot.
2: Okay, All we're right. gonna, we're,
1: we'll record it. We'll see if anybody could even make it there. I don't know if we can, but I think I could at least make it there. First one to make it wins.
0: Yeah, um. It's supposed it's supposed to rain We were originally we gonna try to do it this week, but it looks like rain's gonna be in the forecast for the majority of the week. So probably not gonna do it this week. Um, it's coming soon though people. we're We're not gonna I, we, promise. We, we, we I promise. got cleats. I got everything ready. All right, so uh, before we wrap the show we got a couple announcements here. Um, I am gone for the next two weeks. I am going to be in Italy for my honeymoon. And I cannot wait to fucking shave this week because my beard is getting thick and bushy, and I'm just—I want to look—I want to look good for when I go to Italy. So,
1: so that for
0: initial, so initial we talked about this.
1: We talked about this. You you're waiting on purpose to be yes. able to just shave before you leave, and then not shave for two weeks while yes. on your
0: trip. Yeah, I don't want to bring my razor. I don't want to fuck around with any doing it, any of the shaving area. So I'm just gonna shave it. And it's gonna and then you're gonna see the progression of my beard for two weeks in the photos. It's gonna be all right gonna be kind of kind of a wacky adventure. Um, so we have a couple guests that are gonna sub in for me. Um, the first one as we mentioned, is Roxy from the ass. Ass and bums. they go hand in hand, cheek and cheek. So Roxy is gonna be in uh, next Monday. And then on the first from the 108, My Sox Summer. And if you watch the 108 pie on Thursday, I am very scared that he's going to kill the bum cast
1: What are you talking about? My whole, my whole idea was for bringing My Sox Summer in is we're replacing one porn guy with the other porn guy. I, I feel like it just made sense. If he,
0: goes, if he goes on his triades about concerts and Dude. whatever it is,
1: that's my favorite bit. I might <laughs> five minute filibusters every 30 minutes or whatever. I love them. <laughs> I love everything about them. You the know what? Either,
0: either it's going to take off and people are going to, you know, tune in record numbers or. Wait,
1: you know what? It's also something I wanted to talk about because people, a lot of, a lot of people in the comments give him shit about like having to talk for five minutes at a time. You had to do it once when our internet went out and you were scrambling after 30 seconds. And I feel like a lot of co- people in the comments have a lot of shit to talk about, but you try doing this where you have to talk for yourself for, for five minutes. It's impossible. I did the Edward Hort 40 hands thing for, uh, the 108 chat channel, uh, the 108 tournament. And I was like, I don't know what to talk about. Like it's hard. So well, that's people why shout, out, shout and, out to
0: Missy too, for doing her Missy thon. That's what I went one oh eight tournament, like going it's, eight, nine hours throughout the night. Like.
1: It's a lot harder than you think. So, yeah, people giving them shit. You, Jason, no dice. I like the filibusters.
0: I, I could, I could rant for five minutes. All
1: right. When you come back, you better have a rant, a, a rant ready for five minutes. I'm going gonna... to, I'll probably
0: have a good like Italy story or two that I can, I can talk about for five minutes. I mean, I told my, I, I told my Pabble Bond story a couple weeks ago, and that was over five minutes long.
1: That's that is true. That the 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 Papa Bond story was good. I like that story. So you told I got, it again I, on the I can, uh, TikTok. I can, pull,
0: I can pull into the vault and pull out some pull out some stories if I needed to cover some some time. You know, I just wasn't expecting wasn't expecting when your internet went down. That was like pretty abrupt. At least when My summer he sees the the filibuster come in, you can probably start getting the the wheels turning and getting some good good content ready.
1: All I'm saying is not as easy as people think.
0: All right. I'm not. No, I'm, I'm not saying that. That's why you know what I think the tough one of the toughest jobs is the guys who do sports talk radio in the middle of the night because it's like yeah. the one man show for like eight yeah. hours every day. Like, holy I feel fuck, like,
1: I uh, dude. Kevin Nagani used to have a radio show where I snowplow. When I snowplowed, that's all I listen to. It's because like you know, there's nothing else to do. I either put on a playlist and snowplow or listen to sports talk radio. And Kevin Nagani had a show. For a while that that was really good. And I was like, Ish, it's hard.
0: Yeah, I, I couldn't imagine talking for eight hours every night by myself and then having to listen to moronic sports talk radio callers.
1: But then there's also the other assholes like Kevin Cowherd what, Cowherd and uh, what's the guy in New York? The, the sports pope sports someone in the comments. Help me out. Whereas like they can't. All they do is talk to themselves and love it.
0: Oh, but Cowherd sucks anyway. So there we go. Fuck yeah. him. All right, let's bump some people.
1: You're forgetting one one last thing.
0: We well, got a I what's know. in the box segment. I've been waiting for. Ah! Two, we've been waiting for like two <laughs>
1: weeks. What's in the box?
0: What's in the I box, d- Johnny? I didn't. I didn't put it Dougie. in the. I didn't put it in the rund- rundown. Doug, tell us hand the story, up, That's yeah. on me. Hold on one second. We get. I had a. I had a graphic and everything. Here we go. <laughs> what's in the box all right so oh wait gotta make it go away there we go all right so when we had our meeting dougie you gave johnny a late birthday gift
2: yes and you said don't open it
0: until the until live on the show and thank you for everyone who stuck around uh johnny's gonna open up his it might it it might be a dildo we don't know
1: it could be anything i'm I'm excited excited.
0: it could even be a boat I hope not. We're
1: almost after 10 o'clock. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, it is. Hold on. Do we have to do this? Yeah, I I could put the Bums After Dark logo on here. (laughs) It could be a blow-up doll. It could be anything.
2: Yeah. So the whole backstory behind it is, was I actually bought him a Knob Creek 12-year, and then I couldn't make the party. So then I saw him, like, a week later, drinking a Knob Creek 12, and I'm like, well, fuck, I can't give him a bottle that he got. Turns out, this guy, this guy can't even point the right way yep that guy bought it oh
3: my um. gosh man! but anyway
2: yes and so i was like i gotta find this dude the perfect gift and it took me forever to find one that was and i don't want to sound bad cheap because they're not cheap but yeah so this one this one's a little on the rough side but i think i nailed it
3: <laughs> you all right what do we got to- you should what's have done this man <laughs> what's, in the what's in the box, box?
1: Tension. (laughs) I'm coming over. I'm going to fuck that thing up so bad. I just blew out my microphone. Oh, man, I want to come over. I'm going to mess that thing up, and you're going to cry. We're going to run this back. Oh, fuck yeah, Dougie. Hell yeah. For people that don't know, we've told this story a bunch on the podcast. It was like Johnny's eighth birthday, and he got a wrestling buddy, a Hulk Hogan wrestling buddy, and me and my cousins. Shout out cousin Joel. Shout out cousin Eric. Uh, We wrestled with that fucking thing. And we scuffed its nose so bad that Johnny cried on his birthday. I'm going to do it again, motherfucker. I'm, I'm <laughs> on. Show that on screen again. Show me that screen. I'm going to get that Hulk Hogan so bad.
3: Yeah. Oh, so my God. Like I'm I seeing said... red.
1: I'm seeing red right now. I'm,
2: I'm ready. It's nowhere oh, man, near I'm mid jealous. condition or perfect or anything like that. But I was That's like. awesome. I'm like. Dougie, yeah. what
1: a fucking good guy. <laughs> what a good gift. Oh, Johnny, you better be ready, man.
3: No, Dougie, thank you, and you are not going near this at all. So, yeah, I will tell you that.
1: That's fucking awesome.
0: You, I think you called it though, Peter. When you and the and the tweet, you were like, I, I guess is, is it a wrestling? Is it a Hulk Hogan wrestling bite that gonna go fuck up again? It's dude. It's yes. just
1: because we've had this joke since we were kids. Like it's it's been an on running joke for every birthday. It's like it could be like a CD. And I'm going to be like, oh, is it a Hulk Hogan wrestling buddy? <laughs> like, it's just a memorable story. So, yeah, that's awesome. Dougie, good job. Yeah, yeah Dougie, no,
3: thank you. Thank you. Good job. That's good shit, dude. You didn't have to do that if I didn't have cousins like that beating them up like when yeah. I was, like, <laughs> five or six years old when I got this thing. But no, no, thank man, you. i <laughs> beat yeah, it up so bad.
2: Yeah, absolutely. All
0: right, let's bump some people. And there we go.
3: Now we're doing it.
2: I think he's a bum. I think he's an absolute bum. Cause you're training like a damn bum, you know
3: that?
0: Bum, A oh, bum, bum. All right, I'm gonna start it off this week. Um, I got two MVBs and two bums. My uh, my first uh, eh, let's go with uh, let's go with the MVB. Um, Jonathan Taves. a called it a career. 19 years thank you captain oh cap my captain uh it's great to see that you know who does i don't know if he's going to retire or not kind of he was kind of speculating on it maybe he goes plays for another one tries to get one more shot of the cup um but thank you for bringing us three cups thank you for all the memories um you'll always be the captain and i don't think hawks fans can ever thank you enough for everything that you brought for the team so thank you to jonathan Taves.
3: Yeah.
1: Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane, along with, you know, Hosa and Keith and everyone else. But Kane and Taves made hockey relevant again at a time where we didn't expect it to. We didn't give a fuck about hockey, to tell you the truth. But we got, you know, like, what do we have, like, six game passes? Like, yeah uh Taves' rookie year and then Kane's rookie year? Yeah. And then after that, tickets skyrocketed, and then we never went to hockey games again because we couldn't afford them. But we had fun. Those do before, you know, we didn't have kids like we we had a lot of fun watching those Stanley Cups. And those those are memories like we'll we'll cherish forever. Um Jason, we tell the story all the time. We had the, you know, the tequila roulette went for every Blackhawks. Hot sauce, hot sauce roulette. Yeah. And then I have I still have that that the rally starter jacket hanging right over there. Um, it was just nonsense it, w- it was just a lot of fun you know it was like a group of 10 of us watching playoff hockey games and for as much as we were I mean we're not hockey guys and we're not a hockey podcast but playoff hockey is some of the best sports bar none you know and when it matters you know when the tension is high that's like some of the best sports watchings you can and and Kane and Taves man they they brought it so as much as people complain and I hate I hate to see it where people are like oh but their contracts hampered us at the end and stuff like that that's not true it was Stan Bowman Stan Bowman yeah. was the one hampering yeah. and, and dude if you if you're able to get three Stanley cups and give you know generational talents that kind of contract and lock them up for a decade plus you have to so yeah credit the Kane that I mean he left early um, and I don't feel I feel like he didn't get like you know his flowers if you will but this last game with Taves, where he scored a goal and he had everybody out on the ice afterwards, like you could only hope that an athlete goes out that way. Because, um, I mean, for all of the Blackhawks' warts as an organization, those guys brought it.
0: Yep, they yep. sure did. Um, and then my my bums, I'm gonna go with the Blackhawks because they fucking killed their playoff chances by scoring. And taking that game to overtime with under two minutes left, they just had to fucking tie it up and try to win it for Taves. Yes, thank you for everything. Lose that game. You know who? <laughs> you know who tanked properly? The Anaheim Ducks losing thirteen games in a row. That's how you fucking tank a season, losing your last thirteen games in a row. Now the Hawks probably are not going to get a shot to get Connor Bedard. Maybe the maybe there's some Patrick Ewing heckery that goes around goes on because. Maybe they don't want to see Bedard in in the West Coast on the West Coast Times in the fucking shitty city of Anaheim, where people don't give a shit. Up does Anaheim really need another fucking star player? By the way, they already ruined Trout and Otani. They don't need fucking Bedard too. Like (laughs) there you go. Stop with fucking star players going to Anaheim. Fuck Anaheim. You know we need we need the guys again. You know, and the guys that actually come and make superstars and don't get hurt. That that's what we need. We need the next the next generation of talent. So do some grease some wheels. Take out some legs if you have to get us, get us Connor. So Hawks, <laughs> you really fucked that up. Okay. Uh, I, lo-
1: I love that rant. One second. I feel like I'm getting dragged in the, in the comments. I said, ah, if Peter had fun before the kids, poor guy, if only he had a podcast or three podcasts to do every week. Um, this is Brian. Us's fault. Drag Brian. Us, not me. Brian. Us, <laughs> I'm kidding. I love you. Uh,
0: then uh, my last, uh, my last bum of the week real quick. It's NFL Sunday ticket prices. They released them last week. They're it's fucking $450 for the season if you don't have YouTube TV. If you do have YouTube TV, it's $350, which is already more than you were paying for with uh with Direct TV. So as much as everyone's happy about that Sunday tickets off of Direct TV finally, fuck yeah. the are stupid in those prices. Like four fifty for a season is ridiculous. And it's an extra, I think it's like extra forty bucks if you want the uh, red zone thrown in there too. So, I mean, NFL is going to do NFL going to NFL. They're going to go for their money and, the, and they'll grab and easy cash, cash grab and everything. But yep. it's 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 the same thing. They, they just always want to keep fucking over fans somehow. And now fans finally get a chance to watch it if they have cable and stuff like that. And now they have to shell out a shit ton of money, which is more than it was before. Yep. Because they know
2: people will pay. You don't have a choice, we have to. dude. We don't have a choice.
1: <laughs> I mean, no, thank God Julie's sister is still in college, and we use her email to pay the college prices for NFL Sunday ticket. Mm. Otherwise, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, shout out Gabby. Uh, uh, obviously, you guys know Julie's a diehard Steelers fan. She has to watch them every week, and rightfully so. I would be, too, if I was living you know, somewhere else and I was a Bears fan. Um, but, yeah, dude, we use that that college email. <laughs> and hopefully she takes an, an, an extra year or so because I can't afford it otherwise. Um, but yeah, dude, it, NFL is doing NFL things. When Back when we had DirecTV, it, it's not that much different. Yes, they raised the prices, but I remember paying like 300 plus for Sunday ticket, and this was back when like me and Johnny lived together.
2: Hmm. What's a college disc- discount?
1: It's substantial. I, 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 it? I, I okay. don't know... Um, off the top of my head but it's like okay. I, I think it's like 150 like less than 200 bucks <laughs>
2: oh shit okay Damn. hey
1: right, man you gotta snake it till you make it dude like
2: yeah dude hey times, I'm, I'm jealous
1: times times are tough over here you know yeah. like you know yeah. recessions and who know inflations and i don't know yeah. i'm talking out of my ass times yeah are, just times like...
2: are tough with your good bourbon wall and <laughs> <laughs> yeah shut up <laughs> shut up dougie <laughs> whose side are you on Dougie, you're next. You know what? You're next. Yeah, yeah. Dougie. All right. Well, then you, Peter's gonna love this one because uh, I don't have an MVB this week, but uh, I uh, I'm bumming myself. So uh, <laughs> my Sunday, Dougie, is bumming my Saturday, Buggy, Dougie, because uh, <laughs> I went way too hard. See, my this is my problem. So when I have a good time, I just don't stop when I get home. And so I proceeded after I left Bologna's house to uh, drink a fourth of a bottle of uh, 1792 Full Proof. Um, I, why? I don't know. I, I knew I had stuff to do on Sunday. I had to get up early. I had to go to a, uh, I had to go to a uh, gender reveal party. So shout out to Billy Wires. Uh, but literally, this is me walking into the gender reveal party. <laughs> That's what I look like. It was like everybody, everybody at the party was like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, why? They're like, you just don't look good. Then I'm like, well, fucking thanks, you know? And so I look at my wife and I'm like, listen, I'm like, this hangover starting to kick in. I got to get the fuck out of here. She's like, they haven't even revealed the gender yet. I'm like, well, the moment we find out that gender, it's going to be (laughs) out of here. Go on. And uh, yeah, I just started feeling like shit. I should have stopped right after corks or after the chug at your house. Um, but I didn't because I'm a loser. So anyway, I'm bumming myself. So fair. Very fair. Cheers. <laughs> you got MV you got MVB or No, no MVB. I just want all the shame to be on me. All right. Hey, good good for you. Johnny, what do you got?
3: Uh, I don't have an MVB or what a bum. But uh today is uh I talked about her last week, so today is my sister's birthday. She turned 36, so uh, happy birthday to my sister. So,
0: Happy birthday to your sister here, as well. Cheers. Here, here. Cheers. Yeah. To your cheers. And uh, cheers to Drew's dad. His dad stopped by the tailgate. Your dad's awesome. Oh, too.
1: man. Mr. Bogues, man. We were trying to get him. yet jello shots. He was having some of the bourbon. Uh, it was a fun time. So, yeah, shout out everyone that came out. That's one MVB, I think. Uh, yeah, uh do not a to be a, not to be
2: a, not yeah, to be a counter, but uh, talking, talking with Drew's dad, did you hear the story about Drew's dad? The about hatchet attacked with a machine, mach- yeah, machete. You know
1: what? We'll, we'll maybe save that for next time Drew's on and okay. he can share it. That right. is uh, that was crazy. That was uh, and, that was a crazy story.
2: And
0: I want to say, um, Missy was in our, our text on Saturday saying that her mom was dropping her off at the game. Missy, you just got to bring your mom to the tailgate. If Drew can bring his dad, Missy, you got to bring your mom. Bring all the all parents of the, to the tailgate. All of the Wait,
1: hold on. All of them. Hold yeah. on. If that's the case, I want Tio Juan and Hank at the next tailgate. Because those are my guys. <laughs> I'll I'll drink with Hank and Tio Juan all day. And I don't think you guys are ready for that smoke.
3: He, he said he didn't want to sit with us. <laughs> that's he said he was going to get yeah. his own ticket. <laughs> <laughs> he said I'll go to the tailgate, but that was it. He was like, I'm not going to go yeah. sit with you guys. All right, Peter, take us home.
1: All right. Um, I don't know if you should have left me for the end because uh, I'm staying on brand and I'm going to talk a little bit of soccer. Uh, so I'll, I'll watch the viewers just dwindle as I talk soccer for a little bit. Um, my first MVB is uh, LAFC fans. I had a tweet um, on Sunday. Uh, they played a game against the LA Galaxy and their fans are bananas. This is This is not... England fans. This is not Germany. This is right here in the United States. And it's a stadium going crazy. (inaudible) 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 Awesome. That's you know when I we talk about soccer culture and we talk about fan culture that's what I love. I love being in that kind of element. So I had a tweet out there saying it sucks that the Chicago Fire are so like broken that the culture in Chicago is non-existent. The fan culture is non-existent and there's like no hope for that kind of you know atmosphere basically. And immediately when I sent that tweet I got fire fans in my mention. So my bum of the week are fire fans because they got fucking rabbit ears and they're soft as hell because it's the truth. You don't see that at Soldier Field. You see a handful of people and I'm not discrediting those people because they do have passion and they do love the fire. But it's maybe 50, 100 people tops. You know, it's not a stadium full of people how we see in Austin and Los Angeles in Charlotte, in Seattle. Like you have all these pockets of soccer culture in the United States. Chicago is not one of them. And it can be because I feel like there's a lot of cultures within Chicago that would embrace soccer culture. Obviously, you know, Hispanic culture and Polish and Eastern, Eastern European. We have the people here to be like that. But the fire are so broken as a franchise and at the front offense, and their own fire fans are so broken that they're like cannibalizing themselves. There's like different sectors and different fans that all they do is fight online with each other. So it's like, don't get after me, man. I'm just pointing the obvious. So the fire fans are my bums of the week. Um, and then my last MVB. And this is something uh, I've, been, I've been deep in it for about a week and a half now. It came out of nowhere. So there's this Mexican artist. His name is Peso Pluma. He is a Mexican regional artist. He sings Corridos. He's the first Mexican artist with five songs in the Billboard Top 100. He had a guest appearance at Coachella. He has the number one, number three, and number 10 song on the Spotify Global Top 100. He is blowing up out of nowhere. Um, And people are comparing him like he's the next Bad Bunny or like... He he just came out of nowhere because because he doesn't even have a self title he doesn't have an album yet it's just all guest spots and they're all blowing up at the same time and I could prove it to you because even Dougie got in on the action. <laughs> diversity hired dougie i had to get you involved um so yeah dude it's just cool it's just cool for the culture just cool for you know young hispanic or mexican uh music fans that they got someone that is literally breaking records it's like unlike anything you've ever seen and uh you're probably gonna hear him a lot at our tailgates because i've been deep in it for a couple weeks now and dougie's in it now too so shout out dougie that was a good that was a good uh that was a good video
2: yeah, that was that was a good find on my uh, phone Sunday morning. No clue when I did that, but yeah, um, good find. One final one final word.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently, or bum of the week. Apparently, he was at our tailgate, and
1: no, 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 don't nope. say that. We don't want that liability. No, he okay. was
0: not at our tailgate.
1: He was he was in lot C. He was in lot F. Oh, okay. don't, don't don't get that's some bad juju, yeah. dude. I want to delete that part of the podcast. <laughs> I don't want to get sued.
0: <laughs> All right, um, guys, thanks for joining us today. That's our show. I will see you guys in two weeks on uh, on May eighth. Um, so, bumcast is in your hands. You guys. Uh, do good, and everyone make sure you you tune in and support these guys. I'm
1: going to be hosting. I don't know how that's going to go, but it should be fun. Jason, have fun, document the trip. I'm sure we're going to talk a lot yeah. about it. I am
0: I am going to be an congrats absolute, to you and as, Sarah. Thank you to yeah. to uh, quote our good friend Beefloaf. I am going to be an absolute menace on social media because I am going to post and check in fucking everywhere.
2: Yes, I want to. I can't wait you. to wake up in the morning. I can't wake up to wait in the morning and. Yeah, hit the toilet and scroll through your feed. Yeah. Um, so that means uh after
0: on Saturday afternoon, uh, Peter, you'll be in charge of the CSB account. I might be doing some some late night tweeting from across the ocean. Um, but uh yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be uh man in the man in the ship on the on the old Twitter account. So if fun. uh if we lose a hundred followers because he just tweets nonsense and soccer. That's gonna I happen. Might, oh, I I'm, might have to. Might I'm to gonna live tweet in. the
1: next fire game for sure. No, <laughs> all right, have fun, Jason. It'll all right, fun. guys, thanks, yeah, thanks for joining great. us.
0: Amen. We'll see you all next week. Bye, guys. <laughs>